0: fantasy podcast. It's a special one. Uh, we'll be doing European La Liga, a La Liga roundup. Uh, so new people coming on. Um, first of all, Otto, who's a Madrid fan. Thanks for coming on, Otto.
1: Yeah, great to be here. are <laughs> you great to be part of this uh, e- exciting uh, conversation about La Liga. Okay. Uh, an exciting league. Uh, good to be here.
0: Okay. Um, next person is uh, Mika who is a Barca fan, uh, someone of in the group, uh, solo. Nika, good, yeah. thanks for
2: coming on. Yeah, thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, I'm excited about the show. Okay.
0: And obviously, obviously member of our team, regular member, um, Ola, this is a Liverpool fan, as you guys know, chasing, chasing down the record. Thanks for coming, Ola.
3: <laughs> Thanks for reminding everybody. Hey, Champions, champions of England.
0: Okay, no problem. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, okay, okay, you
0: heard that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine, it's okay. nobody can hear that right now.
1: He <laughs> <laughs> loved to rub it up on you.
0: <laughs> okay, so we'll start with Odo. Odo, tell us, in a, I guess, give us a quick recap of what you think Is Madrid's consistency. So, since Madrid, even before the break, Madrid has found a way to be winning. Tell us from your opinion, being a Madrid fan, what is the secret of the consistency of Madrid and and Zidane?
1: From my fan standpoint of view, uh, and I've been following the team for many years, uh, way before Zidane had been and and Mourinho. But uh, uh, just the fact seeing the difference when Zidane left and when he came back, uh, I think what Sidan's uh, tactic work because that man is amazing. just he worked his rotation on a perfection. He knows how to work his people. he knows how to use his tools. And one of the big advantages Sidan have is because he was a player. And when you're a player and then you turn into a head coach and you know about and you learn about tactic, and when you apply those tactics, you put yourself in the guy's shoes because you've been on the pitch. What is a big plus for him? When he tells these guys, do this, this guy takes it like, I respect this man because he done it all. He won yeah. it all. I mean, it, it's, he's, he was a tremendous um, uh, football player. And he is being successful as a, as a as a as a coach because he he he's able to mix both learning experience and uh, just the fact that he was not just a regular player; he was a, an ex, excellent, and magnificent player. Every single player wants to be coached by this guy. So when they arrive to this team, it doesn't matter what he does; It just he knows what he's doing. I mean he he can he can have the uh, the power and the guts to bench guys like the ones are benched, you know, because he had this power. What he's doing, I have no idea. But I can tell you that his rotation, uh his rotation expertise, he wants the last three championships, European championships, the the same way, mm-hmm. rotation it. Because he knows guys that get get uh, injured with so many games. He knows uh, every three days you got a game, and and you know how to rotate. And in the, my opinion, he's saving a lot of those guys, and specifically Bell, because Bell, who has been making those excellent, awesome goals on the actual, I mean, uh, perfect games. Bell has been making those uh, championships uh, goals. He know how to use the stool. How we manage the uh, his team It is it, is the same power that he was a player, and he have uh, he have no no discussion on the pitch and on uh, on on the dressing room. It just uh, it, it just in my opinion, he know how to manage very well uh, um, uh, people personalities. Yeah. Uh, Eagles, Eagles of those players in the top because he was there, yeah. right. and he can talk to them like eye to eye. Hey, I was there before, and I know what you've been through. This is what you're going through, and you know because we don't know what he talks behind them. And when people ask him, when the media ask him, he say this is just between me and the players and the in the dressing room. You don't need to know. He don't need anybody to know about he's talk with with the, the, the players, neither he's talk with them personally because he knows that's his strength. That's I think that's his his excellent and perfect weapon, and he knows how to utilize uh, his uh, his ammunition and his weapons as well. Okay. That's it. That's okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yes,
0: man management. I think Zidane's, To to echo your thoughts, I think man management of Zidane is excellent for sure. And also, I think he's also showing now that, you know, I think a lot of people have underrated him for his coaching for so, so many years. We just say, oh, he has stars, he has Ronaldo. That was the narrative for, for a while. And to be fair, I probably joined that narrative a little bit. especially seeing how he struggled when he came back the second time. But now, for this season, I, I am really impressed with how he was able to steady the ship. He's using functional midfielders. Like you said, you knowing he went to bring in Casemiro and Valverde versus playing Cruz and Modric, you know, went to rest. You know, for me, that has been very. I can. I give him credit for that. That's been very good, for sure. And,
1: and something, yeah. something else that I need to add about this. Uh, I'm sorry about the uh, the interruption. When yeah, he don't did. have key players, when like in, like in this case, uh, this past week, uh, Marcelo Ramos. was uh, in, uh Yeah, and and uh, also uh, Ramos. Ramos.
2: Ramos. Ramos.
1: Yeah. He's able to move players and to get the best out of them, even though they're not playing in their position. Because okay. they practice. He make every team player to practice in different positions in case these things happen. Because when his rotations are not working, he had to have another way. It's just the way he come up. He surprised a lot of people. Well, at the beginning, he surprised us. You know, when he's he's going to come tomorrow with a, with a different uh, game. You know he's going to put probably one guy in a position. Look look, Benzema. The, when the Benzema was in the lowest of the lowest, because people was talking about him, what about his goal and his performance? He brings the best out of Benzema. Why? Because he made Benzema to play in every single position he put in. Even though he's a nine, he never, he's barely never in that position. He assists, he moves to the left, he moves to the right. And all of a sudden, he pulled uh, a defense. I mean, that guy is, is, is just because of the same thing. He knows how to utilize his suit his and make them work in different positions on the, on the pitch. It's, okay. it's, that's another thing he okay.
2: got. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just to add to what Otto said, um, the, I, I believe the foundation of the success of um, Zidane is... His ability to command that respect like he said you know he the, the players respect him you know and they give their best he can tell them to their face if they are not doing well and in contrast the I'm gonna jump ahead a bit but in contrast to what is happening in Barcelona right now but when we, when we talk about Barcelona I, I'm going to uh, share my opinion about that but the players respect him he He's able to get the best out of them. They they work for him. Right now, I I don't think the present Madrid is as good as what we had in the past. But they're getting the results. And simply because I I believe since after the um, resumption of the league, uh, uh, after the pandemic, I I believe the, the, the Madrid team approach every game like a final. If you watch the games. They, they, they approach every game like a final and they take it one at a time because they know that all we need to do is win each and every game. So when they're going for this game, they just assume this is the only game we have to play and they give it their all. Mentalism. And I think that's what, is, yeah, that's what is working for them so far.
0: Okay, okay. Uh, before we go ahead, let me just jump in. I should have done this beginning at the beginning. If you're watching this on YouTube, give us a like. Uh, you can find this podcast be on YouTube at Footy Fantasy. Two words. Uh, the audio version will be on Spotify or everywhere you can find your podcast. It's called the T H E Footy Fantasy F W T I E One Word Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter Footy A D Fantasy, and uh, you can also leave us a review also on the Apple Podcast and on Instagram. where Fantasy Footy and One Word. So, Ola, what are your thoughts from the outside looking in? As a- uh, from the
3: outside looking in. Um- I I was also in the camp of, I've always felt um, Zidane was a bit Ashley, not not criticized, but not given enough credit, you know, winning the Champions League three times, back to back to back. (laughs) It's not easy. It's not fluke. Nobody has done it. Nobody has done it. Nobody has done it. it. I know people used to say, oh, yeah, he had a very expensive team. He had money. Yeah, there are many coaches who coach Madrid who had money. Moreno was there. He had money. He didn't win a Champions League with Madrid. At all,
0: yeah.
3: Uh And I think Zidane has won, apart from three Champions League, he has also won a league title before.
2: Right.
3: Yeah. So this season, specifically about this season, I've watched highlights and I've seen the results. And they seem, it's, it's not a typical Madrid team where it's like flair, flair, flair. They are, they are like functional. They are like... Very functional. <laughs> like like um, Solo so said, it's like they're playing each match like a final. So even their results have been like 1-0, 2-0, 1-0, 2-0. Like, you know, grind out the results. Grind it out, grind it out. We just need three points, grind it out. And that's... That, for, for star players who have won everything, the, the, I'm going to back up the point Otto was saying. For star players who have won everything, for you to get it out of them to do, go again, even though they've won everything, for you to get them to go again and keep grinding things out, that shows your management is very good. Because when players have won everything, sometimes their motivation will just... Be, we, we saw it at the beginning of the season. They were not really playing that well. Right. Maybe motivation problems. It's, the quality was there, but the motivation problem wasn't. But now Zidane has gotten into their heads like, look, let's do this. Let's do this. We need... Let's just grind it out. Even, where, even if you're not going to smash everybody 5 nil 4-0, let's grind it out, get it three points, and as we're discussing, it's a four-point gap, so they, they even have a leeway of losing maybe at least one game, and they'll still, probably still win the league, yeah. which is a good achievement, because they were not leading the league earlier, they were they were off the pace, yeah. 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 so they, they had to make up yeah. the gap, yeah, behind. yeah. so I, real respect, I have real respect for him, I, I think he's tactical knowledge has been a bit underplayed. Yeah, it's good. It's true. He has good players. He has very good players. But you still need to grind. You, you need to be able to get it out of them that, look, let's grind this out. Even if we're not going to play well, let's grind it out. And not, not all star players are prepared to do the graft. Those players are working hard. The, the matches I've seen, they are prepared to work hard for the win. Even when they're not playing well, they're like, okay, let's go the one goal and just get it done. <laughs> so props to him. Yeah. Same.
2: Yeah, can I chip in something? Mm. Another thing we need to put in mind is um, the defense. The Madrid defense yeah. have been yeah. Outstanding, yeah. outstanding. Outstanding. Of recent. Not the then we to, yeah, then we have to give credit to uh, Thibaut Courtois Because most times, earlier, when he came in, everybody was making mockery of him. Like they call him Basket. Yeah, yeah but this, guy, about this. this guy. remember a couple this. of
0: months ago, we talked about Thibaut yeah. and how he was struggling. But, I remember this. But, but check around. out the
2: recent, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, turned around. So the Madrid has been considering less games, and they've not been firing on all cylinders up front, but they've been fantastic behind. And just like everyone has said, they're just grinding out the result. One nil, you know, two two nil. Just they're just getting the result. That's just it. So
1: I, I want to make an addition. Uh, you guys make a perfect uh, uh, point. Besides uh, <clears throat> that, again, like I say, he gets. He, he had the ability to get the best out of every player. And uh, Thibaut Courtois came up like, I mean, it, he, he was nervous. He was nervous at the, on, the, on the first, at the beginning of the season. Yeah. He was nervous because all the talking, the media did. He was able to settle him up and to get the best out of it. And, and that's why, I mean, at the beginning of the league, everybody was talking about the defense, how bad the defense. Was of the uh, of uh, of the Madrid, but it's the same difference that we were talking about at the beginning of the league yeah. mm-hmm. uh, this uh, this uh, year, and he know how to make that defense to be successful. One of the things that he always mentioned on the on the on the uh, on, on the media, uh, like in the post game uh, interviews. He always he always make an exercise with people asking, "Hey, do you feel like you you're already a winner of this league?" He always does the same talk that he give to his players. We haven't win anything yet. Uh-uh. Let's wait until the end of the last game and then we celebrate. He's the kind of guy that like he's patient. he's He's very consistent on his work. and uh, and I think his goal, one of the goals that uh, on on all the interviews and the insight. That I hear from all the shows in in Spain, including El Chinguito, they have a lot of inside people inside. So that's what I hear about uh, a lot about the team, and a lot of discussion he got on the on the dressing room with with his player is like, uh, "Let's try to go there, enjoy the game, and try your best." And, and they call it in Spanish, uh, "No encajar goles," "No encajar goles," that don't even. Uh, give them the opportunity to score a goal and that's their mentality if he if he finished a game the way he finished this last three games with no goal i am think it's lost two or three games and we didn't have any goals uh against and uh, that is one of the mentality that that try to put push his defense including his goalie uh to work and give the best out of it okay okay there's
0: something to be said before we move into uh barcelona there's something to be said about the common theme that most of the managers now of almost all the top clubs are midfielders. It's very interesting, because for me, I started thinking about a couple of days ago, like, you know, if you look at all the managers, whether well, as Madrid's managers, there was a midfielder. Um, Klopp was a midfielder, right? Hola. Am I right? Klopp was a midfielder. The beginning, yeah, before I became a defender. Yeah. Before I became a defender, okay. Uh, Pep is a midfielder. Uh, just uh, Atleta is a midfielder. Arsenal's manager is a midfielder. Lampard is a midfielder. I I know I read an article and they, why they said midfielders typically make very good managers because they see like 360 of the field, right? They see everything from behind, from side, playing in the midfield. So I think this that's probably a topic for another podcast. But that's just something I was thinking of on the side. That is very random. So let's come to Barcelona. The elephant in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, um, you tell us, why are you guys wasting my guy? You know you know me, I'm a big Messi fan. Why are you wasting his final years? Tell, tell me what's going on.
2: Well, to me, uh, from what I've observed, and I've said it a lot um, for, for the past three years, I think one of the major, it might not be the only problem, but one of the major problems Barcelona has is the over-dependence on Messi. Okay. I think the team depends on Messi too much. The board depends on Messi, the players depend on Messi, the coach depend on Messi, even the fans, we depend on Messi. And the stats shows, the stats speaks for itself. For example, since after the resumption of the league, check out all the games we've played so far. It's, if Messi is not scoring, he's assisting. <laughs> if he's not assisting, he's scoring. 80% of the goals or over 85% of the goals we scored so far since the resumption of the of the league has been Messi. Involvement, and, wow. <laughs> and this, this, this guy is not... You You, you can't depend on him to, um, for life. That's just the major problem. And they, you see some opportunities where maybe Griezmann or any other player has an opportunity to score, and by default, he's looking for Messi. <laughs> by default. Like, the, the game yesterday, uh, there, was a, there was an opportunity... Uh, um, this guy had, Griezmann... And he was supposed to run for goal and try and get the goal. But he was just looking for Messi. And that's one of the major problems. And anytime Messi is off the game, the next thing, you know, it's just like the thing is flat. You know, the midfield, he has to, you're watching. He has to come deep into the midfield to to create the chances. We don't have creative midfielders. Every, the, the game, there's no pace up front. Messi, he, he, the, yeah, Messi's pace is dropping. He's not as fast as he used to be. And it's unfortunate that he's still the fastest attacker that we have. Suarez is so slow right now. Dembele refuses to be fit. And um, the, yeah. the, 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 the attack isn't sharp. Remember when Neymar was here. The moment, you know, from the midfield, one-two touch. And the next thing, you see Barcelona in front of the opponent's go, But now, you get the ball, you have too many passes, too many touches, everything is just too slow, there's no energy, you know, everything is too pedestrian, and I don't understand what... If I take that, I understand what the problem is, I'll be lying. But that's one of the major problems. Then I think the board, the board, the board. you know, they are not getting it right. I, I don't know how they, they're making decisions about players, about... Um, Sending off young young players, you know the whole thing is just too confusing. Then let me now go to what Otto said about Madrid. You know, in contrast to what is happening in Madrid, I don't think Kike, Kike Setien has command that respect that Zidane has. So I I don't think he has the power to talk to. Me. If there sometimes I think Messi presses when he feels like pressing. Suarez presses the opponent when he feels like pressing. But it takes the coach to tell each player, no, you have to press. And I don't think he has that confidence to tell each player, no, you are not doing enough. I want you to do this. Can you agree with me that, you know, someone like Pep, someone like Jose, someone like Zidane can call any player on his team and tell him, no, this is not what I told you to do. Go back to the pitch and do this. But our coach can't do that. Because he doesn't he, he doesn't have the, the 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 CV to present in front of the players. The players was a player? don't have,
3: Sorry, was he a former player?
2: Yeah. Okay. yeah. I think he he played he played a bit, but you can't consider the 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 the, yes. you know, the record he has compared to Zidane. Zidane it was, was yeah. outstanding as a player. You know? was, yeah. Zidane was outstanding as a player. You know, as a coach, he has results. Mm-hmm. You three Champions League back to back to back. You know. Any player will listen to that kind of coach. But our our, our own situation is different. You know, the coach might... It, it looks like the coach just gives suggestions. Uh, okay, wait, Messi, why don't you so, just do this? He, he doesn't have the authority. That's what I think. So you think you prefer, prefer the former uh, manager? No, no, no. I, I don't prefer
0: Because <laughs> I remember you were criticising Valverde.
2: <laughs> no, so. no, no. I, I don't prefer the, the, the former manager. But I think the problem is... Um, I think... The personality. I think Mercy has a major role to play, but I think his personality is also not helping. He's the soft type. Okay. He's not the outspoken type. That's the difference between him and CR7. You know, CR7 is this guy that will that can push people. But Mercy is. I think his personality is not that. He prefers to do his stuff on the pitch, not necessarily push his players. That my, you know. That yeah. For example. He, he, like a CR7 when it when the opposition scores CR7 you can see CR7 express his dissatisfaction right. you know he, he, he's not happy about it. when when in Messi's case just Messi just looks down and is like okay let me get the ball and do my thing you know so I think if Messi can speak for the come to the side of the coach and assist the coach to get the needed respect maybe things will change because as it is right now, things are not working like it ought to be. Things are not working, and the coach is also trying to get his formula together. He has not gotten it. He 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 tried the formula against uh, Villarreal like two matches um uh, the, some some uh, like Too two matches we played. Play. Yeah, Forward. yeah, yeah. It was kind of it worked, but he tried it again this time against the um, the last game we played yesterday. Yeah. Uh, it didn't work that much, you know. He's still trying to check out what war. so everything is still on the experimental stage, which is not good, especially for the Champions League that is coming up in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Because yeah. as far as the league is concerned, I think the league is over. Okay. I think okay. the league is over. We'll get yeah. To that.
0: Uh, Ola, you can go.
3: Yeah. Um. Not not only on Barcelona. I I, I understand what so- Solo Solo is saying regarding regarding the manager. Manager trying to get the best out of players by telling them exactly what to do. But I, I, we probably also have to talk that Madrid also have issue with player ego because I'm going to ask Otto about Gary Bale. We we've seen the pictures recently where Gary Bale was sat there
2: oh. with, with sleeping
3: on his face. So mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't think it's unique to Barcelona. But Barcelona are not the only club that will have players that will have ego problems or like Zidane, obviously there's an issue with Garabeu. Garabeu has, t- has made only two appearances in the like seven games since the restart. So it's not even getting on the pitch. And when it gets on the pitch, it's not doing much either. So even, even though we've praised Madrid and we've praised Zidane, I think it's not unique to Barcelona that there'll be some players who don't pull their weight. Yeah. Yeah. You know? But the, the main issue is as long as those players are not influencing other players to be lazy. Because, like, okay, if Garibaldi is like, okay, I just want my money, I'm not. But the other players at least are pulling in the same direction with the manager. So I think mm. in Barcelona, the problem is there are too many of those players who probably are not pulling in that direction. You know, if there's two, one or two, you can manage with only one or two not pulling their weight. But if they are like five, six not pulling their weights, not pressing when they should be pressing, then yeah. it's a major issue. You know, so there's no club that's perfect. Even, even Liverpool, with, though we've won, but we had, we had players who did not pull their weight and club had to let them go. We had um, Sarko, we had Klein. We had players who eventually the manager just left them out of the squad or just sold them off. You no, you're not going to have a squad that is full of players that are going to all be committed. There right. are always one or two bad eggs that the manager will have to kick out or just leave on the bench or something. So... I don't think it's unique to Barcelona, but I understand what you're saying, that they are too dependent on Messi. Yeah. That is a big problem. We have had that too. When we had Suarez. When we had Gerard, we used to be like one-man team. And when that one man is not firing, big trouble, <laughs> you know? But that's the difference now. We have a proper team. So we're not too team. dependent on one player, you know? So you're yeah, right. It's, the dependence on Messi is a big problem because he's 33, and
1: man, yeah. it's not going to yeah. be around
3: forever. It's yeah. not going to be around forever.
1: So uh, I, go ahead. I, I agree with you too. Um but the main problem here on the team, because uh, I've been seeing it all, listening it all and also <clears throat> in the show that I that I listen in, and scan. Uh, there's a lot of insights on, on both scenes. And uh what I've been seeing and listening, the main problem, why the dependency of Nessie start with the management. The management is a disaster.
2: Mm-hmm. They don't know yeah.
1: how to make trades. They don't know how to uh how to buy players. They don't know when to do it. They do it without the money they have. It is a mess. It's a completely mess. So mm-hmm. why did the dependency of Messi it is is it all start from there from the management. That's the yeah. difference, not just because I am a Madrid fan. Madrid, rules for the team and for also the coaching staff and the whole entire staff around the team is a tremendous amount of rules. Uh, the way they manage the team is totally different. How many times you hear President of Madrid talking in the media like this guy uh, from uh, Barcelona did? But, uh, but you
2: know- That's
1: you can see from there where is a big hole that is messing the whole entire thing. Uh, one of the things that happened, uh, uh, I think it was uh, last week on one of the games, that uh, Piqué arrived to the stadium on a bicycle on a key. That on a day of a key game, that they would if they would have lost that game. They would be completely out if they are trying to fight for the league for La Liga. I mean, there's no way a player from any other the team, specifically from, from the Real Madrid, will allow a player to arrive to their stadium on a bicycle. There's no way. Mm. There's rules that have to be followed. Right. Okay, no one in the management in Barcelona have the power
2: to talk to him.
1: You, this guy don't do that. No one is including... Uh, the head coach to tell his player what you're doing is wrong. Don't do it, or you can. I'm gonna be benching you. All right, uh, and that's the power that he does have. See so doesn't have the power to tell Bell. You know what? I don't like what you're doing. You're just not gonna play. To tell uh, also uh, the colombian guy, Rodriguez. I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean. Uh, this is a player. And just because he told him the other day, no, I'm not flying with you because you don't give me enough minutes. And they asked him on this last uh, 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 interview for the media, the media uh, day, and, and they asked him uh, if he was going to play. And he say, no, I don't know. Who knows? He probably, probably talked to him like, what you did the other day. You're not going to play for me. That, that doesn't belong to this team. So, okay. But the management give the power to the head coach, and also the management is working perfectly. The president don't talk on the media. I probably hear Florentino uh, Perez talk on the media one time a year. People talk about it and everything. He, ju- he just lets his people to do their job, and he does his part because he's focused on players, uh, the money that they're gonna spend. He manages the money, so, and the Barca is the opposite side. The Barca mm. they don't know how to manage a lot of stuff, so. That's why you don't get the best of Messi, because Messi is, is mad. He's upset the way they handle handling the team. He's upset the way they uh, they, um, they bring in players that, that not, are being utilized the way they, they do. I can guarantee you, they bought uh, the French guy from uh, Madrid, Griezmann. 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 I know they don't have to ask players, but... Uh, Messi have a lot of power on on, on 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 bringing players but there is a disconnection between the the management the team specifically because even though the, the the dependency of Messi uh they give in a, and allow him to have power what they're gonna do what not they're gonna do is is their problem why Messi is acting the way it's acting. And Messi doing what he's doing because they allow him to do that. There's no way they're going to allow one player in Madrid to manage that. See Ramos, Ramos is is a leader there. But they won't allow Ramos to do everything Messi is doing in in that team. Even though they're giving the authority as a a captain, he had limits. He had limits. And he has areas that he cannot go. So that that's why is the dependency of Messi. Like mm-hmm. they created the whole environment, and they created Messi to have that much power. So how are you gonna depend on the player that one day Messi is gonna retire? Yeah. or one, yeah. one day Messi is gonna retire as well? Yeah. So what the team is gonna do when that happens? Did they did they mm-hmm. planning for the future? I don't know. Maybe the, the, the two players they have the young uh, Ricky Puig and Ricky and, uh, Puch. I'm so fat- and, uh, fatty. Also fatty. at least right there i see the future a little bit manage a little bit better utilizing what they always have to believe correct. is in, in la masia so mm-hmm. you know and that's in my opinion why the, the team is not performing the way they do. doing this management problem
0: correct and i would do add to that just to wrap that up my own thoughts are: i think Barcelona's program started a long long time ago from even when Pep was forced to leave, he was frustrated and left. I said, he was burnt out and all that. They have this managerial ego thing at the board level, where they like frustrate managers. But what helped them all, this while is they had that talented core of players, right? Zabi, Iniesta, Mlamassia, and, of course, Messi. And during that period, they did a good, uh, they did some good transfers, you know, getting Neymar and getting Suarez at that time. That was just MSN. That was the peak. Like, that was probably the best attack in the world anybody had seen at that time. Three people at their peak joined together. So no matter what you could do, they had, they still had and, uh, Zavi, Atompo, and Zavi At some point, Nesavi retired. So that carried mm-hmm. them over the line, despite all the bad decisions. But obviously, as those players started retiring and the bad decisions continued, you know, it came to the fore. It all came to the fore. Recruitment. Look at the current, rec- let's not even talk of the most current recruitments that they've done. The Dembele, they injury-prone. Yeah, and he has injury-prone in Dortmund. Um, Coutinho that they bought, they bought Coutinho without any plan on where they wanted to play Coutinho. he is a good player. He was a, a, a very good player. At some point, he was in the world class bracket for Liverpool. Yeah. He came, came to, they bought him 100 and ridiculous money. No, yeah, 140 million. Yeah, million. No plan on what they wanted to do with him. Now c- coming now, the most required equipment they sold thorough and they're getting a 30 year old teach. It's like no, what? PnH. Uh, Peanich, sorry, not practice, So they have very old players, and the management on top, there's no clear plan on what they need. they need like a whole revamp. Somebody who cares about the club, maybe Xavi, at board level. They'll come on board level and like just restructure everything. Their decision-making, recruitment, what's the long-term plan? Because they're wasting, it's so unfortunate that it's going to be, there's no short-term fix for Barcelona again. I think they've got to that point. There's no short-term fix. They have to bring in someone that's going to fix for the next three years a matter of time. Messi will pretty much be retiring at that point because I mean he's done so much for them. So yeah, I think that problem is a long-term problem that they need to fix. Even though they will just keep having this managerial carousel, they just keep letting managers go, letting managers go, and you know there will be no stability. And Messi will eventually probably retire or probably go home and say he's going to play in Argentina or something, or move to another club if they are not careful. Because I think they are underrating the fact that he can he can force his way out and be like, yeah, I'm tired of all this. So uh, we move into second leg Champions League. So these are very quick thoughts, not nothing too expensive. So just tell me, um, starting with, the, um, I said i starting you, Nika. Just tell me quickly, what do you think? Napoli, Barca, what do you think is going to happen? Well, like, is it is it still like three weeks away, I think, three or four weeks away.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like a typical Barcelona fan, you know, the past two seasons have been traumatic, you know. Uh, We're not taking quickly. <laughs> <laughs> the, the humiliation the humiliation in Rome, uh, the Anfield experience, you know, up till date, I've not been able to watch those highlights. Anytime I <laughs> see that, I <your> just <laughs> shot down my car, shot down. So bad. And right now, um, sincerely, I do not have that confidence. Unlike before, when you can brag that, you know, we're going it's to be... It's a
0: beat. new camp, right? Second
2: one oh. is a new camp. Yes. Yeah, it's a new camp. I'm hoping we we'll win, you know, we have what it takes to win. But right now, you, you just don't know the Barcelona that is going to turn up. The game yesterday, the first 15 minutes was fantastic. And after 15 minutes to the end of the game, everything was just shambolic. Ge- everything was just poor. And you're wondering, OK, when when, when is the team going to pick up again? When When will that, when will that free-flowing style, you know, going to happen? But you just don't see it happen. So right now, if we have that kind of experience we had in the last 30 minutes of the game we played yesterday against Napoli, and you cannot expect their Stegen to save all the balls, <laughs> you know, all they need is just two goals and you're in trouble. So right now, um, I have so many Barcelona friends that, are, that 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 have gone past the Napoli stage. They're talking about playing Bayern, you know, and I'm just telling them, guys, let's let's cross one hurdle at a time. Let's deal with Napoli. If if the right Barcelona team steps up, Napoli shouldn't be a problem. But the problem is, which Barcelona team is going to step up? Which Barcelona team is going to turn up, rather? I can't say. But I hope the right one turns up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Uh, Otto, uh, thoughts of your team? Let's go to your team straight away. So that then me and Ola will just just pick who we think is going to win. no, um, Madrid, you're going to Man City. I think you
1: put down two one, right? Yeah. Two one, yeah. Okay. Yes, two one. So what are your uh, Ma- Madrid in championship of uh, in in Champions League, you can never expect. You you you, you cannot pre- uh, predict. Okay. It, it just their mentality in Champions League is 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 totally different. So mm. um, I I, I I think, like before, the this, this quarantine uh, that being that, that we were being having at home, and just the uh, just the fact that, that 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 the league stopped for a while, yeah. give the ability to the team to restructure, rethink it, retrain it, and uh, and also they gave the ability to resettle, and the the hold that we have. Okay. If you ask me this same question before, yeah. the stop, I would say, mm, no, not this year. Okay. But now, the way that I see in this team... Uh, sorry, no, just... Uh, just uh, the way that I see uh, the team is playing right now, and the way, like I said at the beginning, how uh, Zidane is utilizing his players and his tools I think I give the benefit of the doubt because you don't know what he's gonna come with. Yeah, in definitely. my opinion, in my opinion, he's holding belt for that Champions League uh, game. Okay. For those Champions, League. that's in my opinion. The same thing with uh, Jaime Rodriguez. Uh, the the, the one, the only one that he cannot uh, uh, take the uh, the flexibility to do this kind of stuff is with Casemiro. Casemiro is mean, a key player on the team, but in my opinion, I give the benefit of the doubt because the way I've been seeing the team playing all this game again in Champions League it's a different chip. Uh, that's that's the the players' mentality. The majority of the players that are in in the team right now are the same players that won those three championships. So, so I, know get it, I know they getting I know they're getting old. I know uh, Marcelo is gonna be out for three weeks. He's probably come back. I don't know what they do. They doing some structure or some tactic that they want to have all the key players, specifically for that for that key game. And especially now, we just after this game, it's just uh, just one game, right? Not not yeah. a double game, right? That's a yeah. new the new rule. Straight straight elimination. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get I get the benefit of the doubt this time. Okay. And uh, I, I, you know, I, I hope hope they do better because uh, they, they went to play with and and uh, with uh, uh, Liverpool, and 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 and, th- and their and their field, and there's no stadium that intimidates these guys, and that's what I give the benefit of the doubt. That is is my opinion right now. Okay,
0: you so better of that. So uh, choose all oh, before you before I move on to Ola, So who do you think is going to go through in Napoli and Barcelona? Just quickly,
1: choose somebody. Who do you think is going to? For me, yeah, for me, the way I'm seeing Barcelona, I, I don't think they're going to make it. So in if, if, look, <laughs> the, the, if I see Barcelona playing against Napoli, the way they played yesterday, with the last team on the on the on the list the way they doing it. Mm. Uh, it, it. They were struggling with that team because they, <laughs> they that team don't have the strengths on the forward. And they missed so many opportunities. Okay. Mm, yeah. mm, an Italian team is not going to do this. <laughs> so if you Napoli Italian go team with forward, specifically the Napoli's forward, Matt and you, <laughs> they have an opportunity. Okay. To hit that, they're going to do it. So I see a very far, uh, hopefully, you know, uh, what I'm saying is wrong. So, no, 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 it's just a prediction. It doesn't we see, But <laughs> we, we see a better a better championship, you know? You yeah. you never know what is coming, but uh, right. I don't think Barcelona going to make it. I, I don't.
0: Okay. Hola,
1: give
0: us quickly your two thoughts about Man City, Madrid, Napoli, Barcelona. Then I'll come to Mika uh, for, for Madrid's okay. prediction. Um, I think Barcelona will go through. I think people
3: underrate their home record in the Champions League. Barcelona, when they get knocked out in the Champions League, is not because they usually lose at home. Usually they are away legs. <laughs> That's the problem. So no matter how bad Barcelona is, mm, I think they'll scrape through. They probably win 2-1 or something like that. Napoli, not, Napoli when Ancelotti was there, but very good, I mean tactically. Now I know Gattuso, is it Gattuso is their manager now? Yeah, Gattuso their manager.
2: Yeah.
3: I, I think he's, he's doing a decent job there. But he won the Italian Cup, you know? That's the, <laughs> the first trophy in a long time since... He long won the Italian, long
0: Italian order,
3: Cup, I think, I'm not sure. On penalties, I think, yeah. or something, yeah. yeah which, which fair play to him, he won the Italian Cup. But I, I also don't know if, I don't know if they have the, the structure to stop Barcelona from scoring at least twice.
0: Yeah. They're struggling in the league, but they're struggling badly. They're
3: struggling in the league, you know, their results in the league have not been good. So that's why I said it's not like it's not like Barcelona will walk over them. It's not like Barcelona will just trash them. But I, I think Barcelona have enough to go past them. So maybe two one or something like that. Okay. You know? Madrid City is the <laughs> that is the interesting one. Madrid City, like Otto was saying, if we are saying this before the pandemic, you just say, oh, Madrid will lose that three 0 or they'll lose that. Four nil. City were on fire. Madrid were not good, but now, oh man, that
0: match is going to be interesting. That among <laughs> the pigeons, yeah, that's it. Ooh, that match. <laughs>
3: because City, be an awesome game. Yeah, it's been an awesome game because City still have defensive problems. I, I know City. They they when City meet the smaller teams, like since they came back, they beaten teams five nil, five nil, four uh, four times or three times. Yeah. When they meet the smaller teams, they know how to smash them, and they beat Liverpool to 0 You know, when they meet a team that is not really Defensively, trash them. But Madrid defensively, Madrid have improved. Correct. You know they are not conceding many goals, and Madrid have the weapons also to out. On the break,
0: and, absolutely. They Madrid do.
3: have pace. Madrid have pace up front, and Madrid have good midfielders too, who can retain the ball. Because City, one of the reasons why they trash people a lot is they also press well. Correct. So in the midfield, if you don't have midfielders who can retain the ball under pressure. City will overwhelm you, but I don't see City overwhelming Madrid because Madrid also have players who can retain the ball in midfield and they have players who can hurt them up front. So I think if I end in a draw, I think City will go through because maybe to end 2-2 or 1-1, something like that. I I don't see City smashing them 4-0, 5-0. Nah. I don't see that happening. So the answers are Barcelona to go through and Madrid to go through.
0: Madrid to go through?
3: I'm um, sorry, city, city to okay. go through. City. Sorry, city, city yeah. to go I, like, I see a draw happening, so that would be like maybe three to on aggregate or four three on aggregate. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So
2: would you go? through, Madrid. Yeah. Uh, I, did,
0: uh, yeah. City.
2: I, 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 think city will go through just because of the advantage they have. Yeah. Um, I think one two one. I yeah. think that's the only reason why they're going to go through. If were to be one one. I yeah. think uh Madrid will go through. But that that slight advantage, I don't think I don't see City letting that sleep.
0: Okay. I
2: don't see I don't see I don't see them uh, letting that sleep. It's gonna be a, a narrow win for City.
0: Okay, so let's stay with you now. I'm just going to run through the rest of the games. Just tell me your prediction. No need for score line. PSG Atlanta, who goes through for you? Inka PSG. PSG. Uh, Leipzig
2: Atletico. Atletico. Atletico.
0: Okay, uh, okay, we already talked about you said Barca is going to go through, so they're going to be Bayern, obviously. Bayern just is done 3 0, that's done. So, <laughs> so, who goes through that? me let's look further forward.
1: Barcelona Bayern, <laughs> Bye. 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 Hey, hold on. Let, let's think.
2: Uh, let's think. See if you let me be hope. Let me be hopeful this time since since it's since it's a one uh, one-off game, I will go for Barcelona. It's
0: true. It. It's true. I forget that's a one-off game. That changes everything. That's true. Okay, auto. Yeah. So come back to your auto PSG Atlanta. That's a guess. It's a guess. We're just having it for just to end. This the end of the podcast. So I just just a guess. PSG. 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 Okay. Uh, ooh, I forgot to talk about this thing. Uh, Juve. Juve. That's true. Juve and Leon. Yeah. Leon and Juve. Second leg. Okay. GV. I think the first leg was 1-1. One, one. Am I
2: correct? 1-0. One 1-0. Zero. One zero. Leon is leading 1-0. Zero. Zero. Yeah. Well, yeah. Ah, right.
0: Okay. So said Juve. Okay. Uh, Leipzig-Atletico. I think you said Atletico before, right? Auto? Yeah,
1: Atletico.
0: Atletico. Okay. Uh,
1: so- in, fact, in fact, let me add this. I think from Spain, Atletico is the one that have, uh, th- they have been working better after this pandemic. Okay. It, it, because they're, they're focused on the champion. They want the champion so bad. They lost so many games on finals and quarterfinals. And, and I mean, in semifinals. And I think they won it this year. So I think between Madrid, Real Madrid, Barcelona, and Atletico, Atletico have
2: more chance.
1: Uh, more chance.
0: Right, because they beat the champion, so that, that makes sense. Uh, so... Since you chose Napoli, let me ask you: other Napoli and Bayern, who goes to just one, one game? I
1: think, I think Bayern.
0: Bayern goes through. Okay, oh, uh, let me go back to Inca. Inca, you said Leon yeah. and Juve. Who goes to?
2: Uh, I think Juve will go through. Juve goes through.
0: Okay. Uh, so that means we have to talk about Juve and City then. <laughs> kind of people do that stuff. Yeah. So who goes to Juve and City? One-off game. Uh, City. City. Okay. Yeah. So, hola. Let's, let's run through it. Uh, PSG Atlanta. Uh, PSG, PSG. PSG. Okay, City. Okay, so first, Leon Juve. Let's do Leon Juve first. Yeah,
3: uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I see an upset.
0: I see an upset.
2: I, I, okay, go ahead. I agree with you. Leon. <laughs>
0: Leon. Okay, so Leon City, who goes through?
3: Leon City, City City will beat Leon.
0: Okay. Leipzig
3: Atletico. That's the thing, Atletico. Atletico will go through. I, I I I agree with Otto. Atletico, this 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 guy is the one to really win that Champions
0: League this year. So Atletico. The master of the dark arts. I can never ever count out that
1: guy.
2: That guy. <laughs> oh man, they will play for penalties and they just... and, and and the single game works in their favor. Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. And, exactly, and I think they're working. They're working on that not to go to a final game or a semi-final game on 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 penalty kicks, because they always lose on penalty kicks That's true Paris, <laughs> and against any other team. So uh, I think I, I I agree with you, boss.
3: Basa Bayern or La
1: Bayern,
3: Bayern. Right, okay. me, Bayern, Bayern are the favourites for me to win it. Yeah, to win yeah. it. Yeah, everything's
0: going their way. They're their manager, my goodness. I don't know what he has done there. Okay, <laughs> I'll go through my own too. Uh, I think Man City will go through, just like because of what I was I think to very close. Man will push them all the way, but I think Man City will just have too much going forward too. You know, where he went back. but When, like, the game is going to be a very cagey game. Who scores first is very important, you know, but still... Man City can break. Man. Madrid has a very good defense and midfield, but Man City can break them down on the break. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, 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 go, I go with City there. I think Barca will scrape through too, just because just of Messi and Suarez. I think they will scrape, they will just scrape through with Napoli because of Messi. Because I know Messi will, this is Champions League, Danuka, he will come alive. He comes alive in those games, he's going to come alive and just help help them over the line. But I think he's going to be so, so close, to be like a 2-1 because they will concede, they will concede against Napoli. P- uh, PSG Atlanta, I think PSG, Let me, follow <laughs> this back, actually. I, honestly speaking, I think I'm not sure what happen in this game, because PSG are so, they are so primed for playing, this PSG team, I think that mentally, they are primed for playing um, big teams, if you hear what I'm saying. That's right the way they are now. They would, I feel like the PSG is a big team, where well, they are the underdogs. But now, everybody said PSG has to beat Atlanta. I think this game is very dangerous for PSG. It's a one-off game. This Atlanta team, I think this is, the score like 100, and, in the league alone, they score yeah. like 120 goals. They, are, a lot of goals. they are a crazy team, attacking-wise. So, uh, even though I want to say, um, one side will be saying upset, 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 I, I think PSG will do it. They will slightly do it. They, will, they, they have to do it. Neymar has to do it. This is this is Neymar's final chance, in my opinion. No, on, on, that that. Game,
1: yeah. on that game, I want to make a little addition. It's kind of uh it's kind of c- kind of contradicting uh, 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 uh game because uh B&G haven't played for so long, yeah. they end the league mm-hmm. for so long, but at the same time they've been, they've been resting. They'd be resting. But they've been resting. So uh, I don't know Is that is an advantage or <laughs> it is a loss. Yeah, we don't know. That's true. Well, that's, that's, true. that's true. So it, it's kind of, it's kind of hard, hard to figure out how a team, especially the Italian teams, are very strong. And they competing, very competing, very hard. So it's kind of true.
0: tricky. It's tricky. I agree with you. It's tricky. So I'll, I'll go to Leon Juve. Even though I agree with that, there might be an upset there. Now, because of put this factor, I forget about that fact that they are rusty. Ah, but Juve don't look really good on that sari. I'm going to be honest. They don't. I've been defending yeah. Sari before, but they don't look good. And it looks like they'll concede a goal. And if they concede a goal, that means they need three goals. Ah, I don't know how they're going to score three goals against that Leon team. So I watch that first leg. I'm like, wow. Lyon played. The, I'll play Juve in that first leg. Like, hands down. So, ah. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to go with the upset. I think Lyon will go through. And I think they will lose to City in one of them. They will lose City. Oh, City will wow. have enough. Wow. PSG, uh, sorry, Leipzig-Atletico. I go to Atletico. No, yeah, I know. Simeone is going to take them over the line. I mean, this uh, Nagusman has done a very good job, but Atletico will be too much for them. They are like, those guys are wily old foxes. They've been doing this for so long. Uh, Barca-Bayern, yeah, Bayern, Bayer. will beat them comfortably. Lewandowski is on the mission. You can see he's on the guy's on a mission this is yeah. always been always been. <laughs> he's on a mission, so yeah, buy on with comfortably I'm not their manager, I'm a manager. I've been researching to him. Ooh, that guy. That guy was the, one of the major success of why Germany won the World Cup 2014. That guy is a is a tactical mind, uh, Hans Fick. So yeah. I think we've come to the end, guys. This was fun. Thanks for coming on. Um, Inka, Allah um, Ola as always. If you like whatever, if you like our content, guys, please leave us a like on this video on YouTube, follow, subscribe to us on all our platforms.